Welcome to Fundamentally Drained Podcast with your hosts, Father Everett Lees, Father Tom Dahlman, and Justin Dixon. Three Christians exploring Christianity from a perspective other than the fundamental view from which we have become fundamentally drained. We'll begin the conversation and you take it from there. Okay, today we are going to talk about the season of Advent. So, season of Advent is, begins the first four Sundays leading up to Christmas, which happened in the end of November or so, last Sunday, I guess. Um, actually, I don't know when this will be released. Should be today. <laughs> so, um, Advent. What is Advent? What is the word Advent? We'll, we'll, we'll toss up an easy one for you guys. What does the word Advent mean? It's from the Latin Adventus. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, but it means coming. Who's coming, Tom? <laughs> oh, 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 wouldn't you know? <laughs> Chris, wait, Santa? Jesus? Which is it? <laughs> it's Jesus. Don't listen to Everett. <laughs> He's been drinking. I, it's very early, but it's, you know. <laughs> can I tell you why I hated Advent when I first became Episcopalian? Please they, tell us. They ruined Santa for you? I remember I was brand new. I was excited because my church was doing an Advent lessons and carol service. I'm like, oh my goodness. I really missed kind of singing. And there, all it is is singing in scripture, singing in scripture. So I was real excited to go sing Christmas carols. And then I got there and... We sang about John the Baptist and the end of the world for <laughs> and the only song that seemed like a Christmas carol was O Come O Come Emmanuel. And so I was very I went home and just so confused and disappointed that this was there wasn't a bit of Christmas in this thing. <laughs> it's always winter or never Christmas. That's exactly our approach to <laughs> Advent. It's winter, but not Christmas. And now I think, so, but I believe in Advent. I believe in that delayed gratification and um, waiting. But at the same time, you can take that to an extreme. I have celebrated, I think instead of celebrating Advent, we sometimes just ignore Christmas until the 24th. And if you're a priest, that means because nobody comes the first Sunday after Christmas. I mean, it's one of the lowest Sundays of the year. Everyone in town, the radio stations quit playing Christmas stuff. They, everyone's moved on to Valentine's day. It's like you only get one day of Christmas. So this year, I've decided instead of just ignoring Christmas, I'm going to celebrate Advent. <laughs> Does that make sense? Is is Mariah Carey the the patron saint of the season? <laughs> no, no. But you know, there's there's tons of ways you can do that. Um, think about like a, a couple who's pregnant and they're waiting for that baby to come. Like Mary and Joseph. Like Mary and Joseph. Um, it's an exciting time. It's a fearful time. There's 
you're giving up stuff because you're pregnant. You're changing your life. But it's not because you're sad. You're not repenting. You're preparing for And I think that's a good illustration for Advent. I mean, it's, it's obvious. I'm sure you guys have both thought of it. But to me, it's the more I think about it, you're, you're, you're in our world, not in the early world, but in our world, you're like preparing a nursery, you're getting clothes, you're having showers, you're, um, and there's an element of fear to it because you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how the delivery will go. Uh, even in our, in our era, we, we lose moms and babies in those times. So there's a certain amount of fearfulness, but there's still the joy, I think, that's of new life, new possibilities, new beginnings. Have I told So here's a here, here's a fun fact, Tom. Joy to the world is not a Christmas carol. It's an Advent song. I've heard that. Joy of the world is about the second coming. And sort of this, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm. I mean, it, it has a mixture of both, but but there's a there's a um, there's a portion of it which is about the second coming of Christ. And I, you know, we've we've talked about this on this podcast about sort of some of the the, the bad hangover that we have from um, our you know cultural religion or maybe even our religions of our childhood in which you know, the second coming and the rapture and, and, and all that sort of like overemphasis on it where it becomes sort of negative. Um, but it's interesting because, you know, like in the Episcopal Church, like the second coming, the rapture is almost non-existent except for in the season of Advent, we get sort of these apocalyptic readings of, you know, the judgment and the harvest and, um um, and otherwise, we don't we don't really talk about it much, other than we say it in the creed every Sunday. He'll come again to judge the living and the dead, right? Um, so it's sort of it's 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 sort of strange because it's like we have this belief in the second coming, but we don't. I mean, I, I, how many times have you heard someone ever talk about or give a sermon about the second coming? Um, other than Advent, never. <laughs> so, what's the what's specific to um, what is what's specific to you know? I mean, is the judgment and it's death? That's the you were trying to think of what the four things were. So, it's death, judgment, hell, and heaven. And yeah. so, the fourth, the four last things, I think you called it. Um, yeah, so, so there used to be this tradition of the four last things as part of your the, the Advent guide. So, what is why is Advent that season um, for those things when we are and Tom described it as you know delayed patience? I think a season of delayed patience, right? Delayed gratification. Delayed gratification. Thank you. And so, from it's interesting because from a consumerism uh, <laughs> capitalistic standpoint, I get that. In, but why was that fi- important in the fifth century? 
when a, that's my understanding of when Advent came became um, with a quick Google search. So what does that have to do with this time of year? Epiphany is the oldest feast besides Easter. Hmm. Um, that been the earliest Christmas. Excuse me. And so, I mean, church historians think that there were baptisms at Epiphany just as there were at Easter. And, and so there's a time of fasting and preparation for, for catechumens to be, con, you know, to join the church. And so they, uh, they gave up things to prepare. They fasted. Hmm, so okay. they, the whole church joined in that Advent is in some ways a mini, a mini Lent. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And, and, and so, um, yeah, so, so, I mean, it's, it's interesting cause, cause Advent, Advent was a season that was separate from Christmas because as, as Tom said, I mean, it was like epiphany. It wasn't Christmas. It was epiphany. And part of the reason for that was, is that in the Christian tradition, we have celebrated and remember people on their death day, not on their birthday, because it's our belief and hope in the resurrection. So while the rest of the world celebrates Martin Luther King in January, the day that he was born, um, in the Episcopal Church, his feast day is in April when he mm. died. Um, and so the celebration of the birth was not a big thing for Christians for, for, for a number of years. So, so you had this Advent season that was separate from its connection to Christmas. And then that, that Christmas connection, you know, came back. I mean, St. Augustine writing in the fourth century, you know, sort of establishes the birth of, of, of Jesus as Christmas day, because there was just tradition that Jesus died on March the 25th. Mm -hmm. So if you go and you take, you know, he, 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 but he sets it in this way is that Jesus's conception date was March the 25th. So that his death date and his conception date were the same. And then you move forward and you have, um, the, uh, the birthday being December the 25th. So nine months after March 25th or nine months after his death was his birthday. <laughs> interesting. Um, it's interesting when you get into those details and you find out that, you know, like Advent, Advent was, I mean, well, I don't know where Advent would come unless someone sat down and went, here's what we're going to do. We're going to take this practice and we're going to make this a tradition um, in things in that regard. And then to think that someone set um, sat down and just did the math and, and decided this is when we will celebrate Jesus's death and birth, uh, not death, sorry, birth <laughs> and, um, second coming. So, um, I feel like this is just morning brain. So why is the second coming celebrated at the same time as the birth date at the first? So, so I, I mean, so the, the belief or the hope in the second coming has, you know, is something we find in Paul's writings, right? So very early on, you we find Christians writing, waiting, and hoping for Jesus to come again. Mm -hmm. um, and and so it's one of those things that's not invented by 
um, the left behind people. It's it's something that's that's <laughs> that's that's deep into scripture. Um, in and and we have in particular in in Matthew and and Luke, um, Matthew maybe even more so. Sort of these apocalyptic, judgmental, um, you know, the harvest is coming, sort of messages. Right. Um, and so I think there's always been this emphasis of, you know, um, what we would know in, in, in our world today is sort of the holiness movement, right? That you, you gotta, you gotta get your, your, your crap together, man. I mean, Jesus is, is getting back. Look busy. <laughs> oh man. All right. I feel like we're still, we're stalling, uh, here in our conversation on Advent. <laughs> what else do we need to talk about with Advent? So, Justin, what do you do for Advent? Um, Advent wreath. Um, you know, like as someone... Uh, uh, we do it kind of at, like as the youth group, kind of more so. Um and something we talk about, you know, so we talk about the lighting of the candles where we do like, um, and I don't remember the specific order, but hope, joy, peace, love, kind of talk about those things uh, as each candle represents one of those for the Advent wreath for each Sunday leading up. Um, oh man, my brain's fogged over this morning. Um, and just how, like as long as we understand, like, like those four candles don't actually mean hope joy love peace they are right they are named that explain that go ahead and explain that well i mean at 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 some point you know there was there was you know sort of this like well there's these these four candles what what you know what what should we call them and and you know and so there you you have this tradition of hope hope peace joy love um but you know that's that's a, a a really modern sort of interpretation of it. Um, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Like like you know like when we lit the the, the first candle this past Sunday at, at church, we had this little reading about mm. you know hope or or whatever. So I'm not I'm not I'm not shaming. Right. I'm just, <laughs> I just come I, on, I, Everett. I to, you know you want I to. to. <laughs> I just wanted to say that you know. The, the the candles sort of predate the meaning, and sometimes what happens is is that we and we we place meaning onto things, and so there's nothing. I'm just saying there's nothing wrong with it. Um, but you know, people like the hope count candle. I'm like, well, actually, it's just a candle that we then decided to call hope. Right. But if you think about it, in the fifth century, someone decided to term this time as Advent. So we are mm-hmm. continually adding symbolism and meaning to things. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so while we did it to the candles later, it also, um, so where did the candles originate from? Do you know that? I think, I think they're like a, a 17th century thing that came out of Germany. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, Okay, so now that we've gone so, down and, that and, road, and, where were we? What I understand is, is that 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 really it was a tradition you found more solidly 
um, in terms of, like the Advent wreaths, like within Catholic and Lutheran circles. And then it was like sort of in the 20th century, um, like other mainline denominations were like, oh, I kind of like this, you know, season of preparation thing. Let's, uh, let's, let's do that. Hmm. You know, this, this Advent season has basically just snuck up on me. Um, and it's an interesting thing. And I've kind of thought about it too. It's like, I showed up at church <laughs> Sunday and we're doing Advent wreaths and I'm like, oh yeah, Advent wreaths. And my year has been in such flux that it's been, it, it literally, I mean, it, it surprised me. I mean, I, I, I forgot. Um, and it's an interesting thing too, because I've had so much thing, so much going on in my life, um, that it's just one of those things that, uh, probably more so around the purpose of this, um, is that it's like the calendar can be used as a tool to ask and remind us to stop and think about something else. Um, mm -hmm. and so, uh, for me, that was welcome just because of everything that I have going on, um, in, in life and so on. And, um, you know, I, I, I outside of just thinking about that, I have not done anything personally or with my family, uh, regarding Advent. Um, and that's, that's interesting. We sat down, like I said, we sat down as a youth on uh, Sunday and, and built a camel, camel. A candle, a camel, a, 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 camel. Awesome. <laughs> um, a wreath. And uh, it's about the first time that I've actually paused to think about the season of Advent. And I find that my schedule can get in the way of taking those breaks or pausing in that in that scenario. And I, I, I appreciate that calendar for that reason or the season of Advent. Um, you know, it's for me, it's not about... <laughs> being consumed, uh, by, you know, buying or prepping for Christmas or anything like that. But for this year, this, this year has been different for me, um, beyond any others, just because of busyness and things with family and so on. Um, just insanity really. <laughs> so, so being reminded to not delay gratification, but just to pause. I appreciate that reminder. What does the season mean to you guys? To me, it's about slowing down. Um, like you said, this caught me off guard. Mm -hmm. In this time of year, there's so much happening. So many. You have, if you have a kid, my kid's age, you have sports. There's all these holiday gatherings. There's shopping you're just off of Thanksgiving and you're trying to figure out Christmas and you just get so busy that you don't stop. And that moment of, like you said, where I just, whoa, oh crap. It, I mean, it's Advent. Mm -hmm. um, that's what Advent always does for me. And I think that that's fitting because that's what babies do. <laughs> It doesn't matter what your schedule is. <laughs> if that baby is not happy. Nothing's. I mean, you're stopping. This yeah. is, this is. Uh, if you're 
I remember when Alexis was pregnant. There were days when she, I'm just laying in bed, getting ready for bed, and she'd just look at me and say, I need something to eat now. <laughs> like, okay, well, what do you want? And then I just, it didn't matter what was happening. So to me, that's, um, and it's also a reminder to re-engage community. I think that I was reading about the history of Christmas and the biggest change of, of the feast of Christmas for the last 300 years, 400 years, is Christmas became, well, obviously it became a secular holiday, but it also, other than the secular nature of it, it left the community and retreated to the home um, other than Christmas Eve services. So in the day, um, if you lived in the UK, you would have, um, or in Germany or France, there are these big feasting halls and they would have had lots of community-wide gatherings of, for food and drink during the season of Advent that over time just went away. And people focused on buying gifts having a celebration in their home with their family. In a way, it's good because it saved Christmas from disappearing. But it, but, so Advent reminds me that um, to try to see all this busyness as a time in community, like I went to a high school basketball game last night hmm. to see my daughter cheer, and I tried to think about how, I mean, it's not in a big town like you guys, Oh, look at all these people here from the community. Um, I don't know. It's, it's <laughs> just going on in my head. But if you're listening to this and you're from an evangelical background, um, you probably think like the first thousand years of Christianity should just be ignored. Or if you go from 100 to like Martin Luther and everything in between is ignored, you know? It can corrupt the church, but it's not. Advent is not strictly a Roman Catholic pre practice. The Orthodox call it the Nativity Fast. It's a different timetable, but it's the same idea. Um, it's bigger than just that tradition. And as Everett said, it's a time you can focus on the second coming and the centrality of Jesus in our lives. And anyway. That's, to me, what it means. I would have to say that most people experience it in that manner. Um, I mean, I, I, you know, I mean, a very small percentage. Um, and it, even if they are thinking about Advent coming, it's just because they have to do something <laughs> at church for it. Um, I mean, I just don't sit around and think about it outside of some kind of planning meeting with staff or something like that. So I would think that most people do that. And, and that's okay. There's no rules about, oh, crap, I forgot about Advent coming. That's okay. That's okay because that's kind of embodies what it's about. It's like, okay, pause and remember or think. or And, and I like what you said, Justin, about sort of like you go into, you know, you go into the worship space on Sunday. And I know like at, at St. Patrick's, you all, you know, turn the chairs facing each other, um, you, you know, but... But so so there's this jarringness of Advent because 
you know, you're, you know, you're getting Christmas decorations down, you're, you know, sort of end of semester stuff with your kids and, you know, there's, there's Christmas parties and, and work parties and, um, there's, there's all this stuff that fills the season and some people sort of, um, kind of shame people for Mm -hmm. that. Like, you know what, my Christmas tree is up and by God, I think it's beautiful and I enjoy looking at it. (laughs) And, and there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I appreciate is, is that in, in spite of all of that, the church says, well, hold on. We got to remember that there's something else. Yes. We as a culture, we in our own homes, we're focusing on Jesus's birth right now. But we also need to remember that we are still in a world that needs deliverance mm. and we still need Jesus, not Jesus um, just as dear six pound, seven ounce baby Jesus. But we need the Jesus who, as N.T. Wright says, comes to make you know, put the world to rights. Um, and that's something that only Jesus can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so Advent is also a, a season of our own humility in that, you know, we, we can't organize um, our way out of the mess of the human project. Like we still need, we still need Jesus. And what do you say, Everett, to someone who can't think that way and hold that thought from their because of their experience about Jesus there is the world has um the world other christians so many things have taken Jesus and just turned him into something that is toxic that is a plastic dashboard piece <laughs> and something that they can't. What would you say to him? And I'm throwing you on the spot totally to that person who can't hold Jesus in that light any longer. Um, you know, I, I would, I would say look around it in human history and, and, and humans, um, aren't very good at this. Mm. And, um, you know, without Jesus, I, I think we we turn into narcissists. Um, I I think we inflate our own sense of importance. Um, and um, you know, I I just I I I cannot imagine life without religion, and I cannot imagine religion without Jesus. Hmm. There's um there's something that comes around. I don't know. Maybe I'm dabbling in some other um, topic here, Uh, but I think about the coming of Jesus and things like that. And, and um, you know, there's Jesus is the reason for the season and that kind of thing. And I, and, and, and I get that, but it also makes me want to puke in my mouth a little bit. Um, And, and uh, so, because I I think there is a place to where um, that, you know, Jesus is the answer. Well, what's what to what question, right? And what does that mean? And unpacking those things. And I've kind of talked about this before. But that's like a that's like an episode two. That's yeah, a good thing. And 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 I'm thinking about those things. And for people who just can't handle it anymore, um, that it's been so. You know, it's it's become uh, what's the word? Um, 
not militarized, but uh, politicized, the attack on Starbucks, all those kinds of things and stuff like that. And there's at the, at the base of this, I feel like is this season and Jesus. And so some people are sick of it and they just throw Jesus out with it. So Tom, what would you say to someone in that realm or, or uh, I don't know. Can what to we say. make this, can we make this an episode two? Cause I, there's a lot I have to say about that. Okay. Um, sure. <laughs> so close us out on Advent then Tom. <laughs> well, um, I think that if you're listening to this and you're thinking, Oh crap, I got all of my Christmas decorations up already. Am I <laughs> supposed to take them down? Um, no, don't take them down and don't feel guilty, but, um, and listen to Mariah Carey if you want to, if you want to, I can't tell if Everett is being sarcastic or we three Kings by God. I think Everett would tell you, take those things, take it down. He take has it down. his up. I wouldn't. Huh? I got mine up. He has you his up. up. I don't have Man. mine up. We need some joy in this world. We do need some joy. That's what I was going to say. We, we need some joy in this world. Um, when I think the biggest hang up is how can talking about the second coming be joy? That's, that's what they told, talked about to scare me when I was a kid at church. Mm. Mm-hmm. That is not fearful for you as a child of God. You have nothing to be afraid of. There is no fear in love, First John, but perfect love casts out fear. Um, you, as the first collect in Advent says, we may greet him. You know, this is right. about this is about this is about the world being set right. This is about us um, loving your neighbor as yourself, winning out. Uh, this is about the kingdom of God coming to be among us. So don't this. This is about a baby coming that, you know, is, you know, in this faith conviction, it's this baby is going to be healthy and make. It. So we we have to greet this with joy. This is supposed to be about joy um, and hope, joy and hope and peace. And yes, <laughs> And love. And love. And and candles. And death, judgment, hell. And <laughs> That's the candles. The candles. Let's light the and death candle. Help <laughs> you focus on those things and do it. So, here how. If you're still listening to this episode, God bless you. Because, <laughs> man, that was a hard 15 minutes to begin with. I thought it was uh, good. All right. Um, oh, is that just hard for me? Okay. I think it was hard for you. Okay. Maybe that was I it. You should ta- I think you need to take Advent to your spiritual director. <laughs> 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 All right. Apparently we're going to do uh, episode two. Jesus is the reason for the season. So uh, thank you for listening today. And uh, we'll continue this uh, and hopefully actually uh, get this second one out pretty soon. May the peace of the Lord be always with you. Thanks for joining us today. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at at FunDrainPod. We'd love to hear your comments on our episodes and also suggest 
future episode topics. Also, if you enjoy what we're doing, go on to iTunes and give us a review, please. Thanks a lot.